What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Steel Man Station podcast. Today, my guest is uh, Joe Shoemaker. He's a weightlifter, strong man, a men's advocate, a mentor, and he's a writer, and he has a substack. Uh, his substack is called Sigur's Substack. That's S-I-G-U-R-S. Uh, did I pronounce that right, Sigur's? Yeah, it, it's Sigur. Yeah, like it's uh, Norse for victory. Okay, Sigur, and then uh, your your Instagram is Sigur underscore Eda underscore Etta. I, I yep. can't say nothing right. Uh, Which is, it's just basically Norse for victory or Valhalla. Okay, all right. Yep. Uh, check the show notes for Joe's uh, information. Joe, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Thanks for having me, man. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, this is great, man. Um, you know, I, I follow you on Instagram, and uh, – you're heavy into like the into the messaging of of like you know masculinity and and mm-hmm. uh, I get the sense that you're you have a warrior mentality a lot of Viking stuff uh, the ultimate warriors right they were the right they, yeah right. I mean they were they were fun <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah yeah so, so uh, I, I, you know like um so I mean that's a little bit of my um background too I mean I you know I've got some German some Irish so. That's kind of in my blood a little bit also, you know. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so you uh, you do have a good Instagram page. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy it because you have a lot of artwork in there. And is that your artwork? Uh, no, actually, I wish it was. A lot of it is just like uh, old Conan comics. Uh, some of it is stuff from like old albums I listened to as a kid. Just stuff that I dig. You know what I mean? But basically. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is obviously Norse inspired, but most of it I just do from like Google search. And I know this is kind of stupid, but some of it I even get off of Pinterest, believe it or not. And that's really the only reason why I use it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's a cool image. And I'll, you know, so I'll pick that image or whatever. And sometimes I, I'll find the quote for the image or sometimes I'll have the quote and then find the image. It just depends on how, how it comes to me. You know what I mean? Okay. There's a little tip for everybody right there. If you want to get good <laughs> material, you better get on Pinterest. Right. And let me, let me just say too, like if there's anybody that their art shows up on my um, Instagram that I haven't mentioned or tagged, let me know because I will gladly tag you. Like I say, a lot of it is just stuff that I grab off the internet. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's uh, I, I know that whole scenario right there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, some of it, uh, uh, some of it is um, original stuff that's that is mine, but uh, but I ha- I used to do that at the beginning, but it just got so damn time consuming. Yeah, you know what I mean, I just I just don't have that kind of time. You know, that's the thing, man. And and yeah. and I know you got a lot going on. You're going to tell us about a podcast you got coming on. Yep. Uh, you're going to be starting off. Uh, yep. So um, before but before we get to that, uh, also you're you're in South Carolina, and um, what what's it like in South Carolina? Do you like it there? Is it, uh... I, I love it here, man. I'll tell you, uh, like where I'm at, uh, I'm like in the Greenville-ish area, so I'm what's considered the upstate. But I mean, you know, I'm like four hours from the ocean, like forty five minutes, maybe an hour from the mountains, man. I, I love it here. You know, wow. yeah, I can be in I can be in North Carolina in forty five minutes. I can be in Tennessee in about two hours if I want to be. So. I mean, yeah. we, this year, we kind of, um, my girlfriend and I, Nicole, we kind of did a, a bit of a, um, I guess you'd call it a waterfall tour. So we kind of went all over these water, all over to these waterfalls and did some swimming and hiking. I mean, it's, I love being outside. And this is like, if there's ever a place to do that, I think I'm in the prime location for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder, uh, is the water warm in the waterfalls or is it? Is Hell it no. <laughs> it's always <laughs> cold when I you mean, go to waterfalls. It's blistering hot. It's cold. You know what I mean? It's coming out of the mountains, but it, um, it's nice. You know, it's, it's like the first time, I think the first time, the first swim I did was, I want to say April, into April, beginning of May. And uh, I, I jumped in. I mean, I just went ahead and jumped right in and it, it put my nuts up in my throat. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yep. So you yep. you do uh, strongman. You're a weightlifter. Um, what what's up with the strongman? Are you um, entering competitions, or is that just for yeah, fun? Yeah, I, I, I was actually supposed to do one um, here coming up, and I end up I'm gonna have to drop it. Um, Nikki's got some foot issues. I'm having some back issues. I've gotten older, man. It's gotten a lot harder to to keep my strength where it needs to be. You know, I'm 46, man. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. So. Um, like I said, I've had some, I've been fighting some injuries for the last like maybe a year and a half. And, um, it's just really hard to recover. You know, I just, I just don't recover like I did when I was 25 or 30 years old. And, um, I actually got into strongman 
at the beginning of COVID because I did a lot of Highland games. And so everybody was canceling their Highland games for COVID, but strongman, uh, most of the little strongman meets here that were, you know, within maybe a few hours drive, everybody was kind of still doing it. So I knew a guy here uh, named Gary Piotrowski. He's on Instagram or Gary Biceps is his name. He's a professional strongman, uh, uh, 230 and under. And um, so I hooked up with him and he kind of started training me to do it. And that's where it kind of took off from, from there. So I've been doing it for, uh, like I said, about two years now. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, I always do with the old guys, you know, the the uh, over forty guys. <laughs> yeah, masters, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Stick with your yeah. Stick with the masters. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Now, I'm definitely I, not a master by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, but I mean, I, I love doing it. It's just the the camaraderie of strongman is not like it's it's unlike any other sport I've ever done. You know, it's like I think a lot of it is just like everybody's suffering. It's all tough. It's all hard. We're all beat up. We're all tired. And so, um, everybody kind of gets that mentality of it. You know what I mean? And it's not like, um, where everybody kind of keeps their little secret secret. Everybody's always willing to help. Like, Hey man, try this. Or, you know what? I I had to switch to this when I got injured and this kind of helped me prepare to, you know, be a better stone lifter or vice versa, whatever it is. Um, it, it's a really close knit community and I, I really dig it. You know, it's really good people. I've met a lot of good, good people through yeah, the I get, I mean, I've met Strawman before. I've had him on the podcast. I've mm-hmm. never been to like a Highland game. I do want to go. Um, I do get that, uh, like yeah. what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. isn't that it's something interesting? It's like a natural occurrence where people get together just to do something, lift, lift right. something heavy. But there's something deeper going on there. There's, mm-hmm. there's like you said, like the, they're trying to help each other out, passing on yeah. a little knowledge. If there is competition, but at the same right. time, there's like this uh, camaraderie where you want to lift each other up. Yep. What is yep. that? Is it a natural? Human I, I think so. I think it's one of those things where uh, you know it's like uh, men that suffer together. You know, we kind of understand one another. We we all realize that you know a lot of these people. It's like it's like for me, it's a. Uh, something you're kind of just doing for the love. I'm not getting paid to do it. I got a full-time job. We're all kind of doing the same thing. We're working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. We're training at night. You know, we're taking ice baths and eating the damn Advil and, you know, not sleeping well and being beat up and your shoulders hurt. So it's like, it's, everybody gets it because they've been down that road. You know, they've been right where you're at. You know what I mean? So um, I, I think too, is it's a respect thing. I think anybody that takes care of themselves, especially among men, you know, that takes care of themselves physically, that's uh that's something that's not given. That's something that's earned. You see a guy that's got a good physique. He's got some nice shoulders. He's built. You're like, man, that dude busts his ass. That, I mean, that's something that he's earned every day. He's made, he's gone to work and, you know, come into the gym and made that payment every day to get that body. That's, that's not something that you're just given, you know? So you, you see those guys, even, you know, bodybuilder dudes or dudes that hit the gym regularly, but they're not even, you know, they don't compete. Um, you kind of give them the, the nod, like, Hey, you know, I, I see you. You know what I mean? Just, you know, that's one of them things where any any man that sees, I think, another man, like, say, who's physically fit, he knows that that guy is kind of a cut above most he, men. It's somebody who's put in the time and you know they're yeah. not messing around, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they got enough. They respect themselves enough to to want to be in good shape for their family, for their friends, for their wife, for their kids, you know. And so um, I think, like I said, it's just a respect thing, really, Yeah, more than anything. Yep. Yeah, so we're going to talk about your podcast in a minute, but okay. uh, you're you do have your Substack, mm-hmm. which uh, it lo- looks like some good writing, dude. I, I like Thank it. You. I only read the the your most recent, your recent one is it's time to raise the bar, mm-hmm. uh, and you say uh, there's a so there's a quote from uh, a guy named Pascal. Uh, yeah, if you treat a human being as they are, they will remain the same. Treat mm-hmm. them as what uh, I'm, I'm having trouble reading. Treat them as what they can become instead. Don't right. treat them the way they are because they'll just stay that way. Yep. Uh, but treat them like like they they can become something else and treat them that way. Sort of like how when we maybe enter a new phase of our life and we're unsure, we just act the part, right? We act the part right. until we become the part, right? Right. Well, so, I think I think like um. I, the, I think the, the easiest analogy to use would be uh, someone who would be in the military, um, like in that situation where you go in and what is the saying? You know, you're born again hard. The military has a certain set of expectations 
that they expect you to rise to. And I, of course, I, I have to kind of liken it to life experience. I've never was in the military, but um, I did do a lot of strength training for high school athletes. And it was the same type of thing. It was like, I would explain to those guys, Hey, you got to show up every day. And this is what I expect. And you either going to, you know, come to this expectation or you're going to fall by the wayside. And at most times, like I would say, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time, people will always raise to the level of the expectation. I think that's true of fatherhood. I think that's true of anything in life. You run a business, uh, you know, a, a partner, a lover, a wife, anything. You, you have these certain expectations and this is what I expect and people will rise to that level. I think it's only natural for people to kind of, I don't want to say phone it in, but they're only going to do what, I guess they're only going to put in the effort they're required to put in. I think yeah. that's just kind of, we're kind of wired that way. You know, um, I, I would say most of us, not all of us. There's some people that are always going to want to be better or do more, but for the most part out in life, generally, I think people are kind of wired that way. That's like, if I can do this and get by, then that's, that's all I'm going to do. So when somebody comes along and they say, Hey, this is what I expect. I need you to step it up a notch. Then generally I think people do, they rise to the occasion for the most part. Yeah. Now, and I think another thing too is a lot of people, I don't think really realize what their full potential is yes. until they have someone push them until they have someone say, Hey, I know you can do this. This is something that I know you can do. Uh, whether it's lifting weights or writing or, you know, anything in life. Um, when people push you to that next level. And I think, that's important for like um, the people you hang around with. Like what is, you know, show me the five people you hang around with. And I'll show you who you are. Yeah. And I think that's, that's very true. If you're hanging around with a bunch of, you know, jerk offs and drug addicts and you're just a, the sixth jerk off and drug addict. If you're, I always want to try to hang around with people who I feel are doing better, like kicking life's ass. You know, like these people are doing like way more than I could ever really, what I think I could do. So I always feel like it gives me something to work for. I'm trying to keep up with these people, you know? Yeah. I take up note that I do too. Most of the people I hang around with are younger than me. And uh, so that helps me too. That kind of keeps me moving, you know, trying to keep up with all these damn kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, wh why do they like hanging out with you? Because you're, you're the elder of the tribe. Um, I don't know that it's even that really. Um, I think because most of the guys that the younger guys that I hang out with, they're going somewhere in life. And I think they, they know that, you know, I kind of have an expectation and I'm trying to go somewhere in life too. And I think I offer them wisdom just as much as they offer me wisdom, really, yeah. you know, because there's something to be said anymore in this world. Like we had talked about a second ago, uh, like with technology and stuff. I mean, some of that stuff, I'm getting to the point where I remember being at one point in my life, where I'm like, just get it. I don't understand why you don't understand how this works. And I'm kind of on the other end of that spectrum. I'm like, I don't understand how all this works together. I'm, you know, so it's like, especially in that aspect, I, I need younger people in my life to show me this or show me that. Why is this that way? And, and I think younger people kind of look at me as like, Hey, you know, you've been there, you've done that. What do you, you know, what do you think about this? Yeah. So I think that might be part of it also. Well, I think it's interesting uh, what you're saying. You're a little, you have some difficulties with technology as do mm -hmm. I. Um, but what's interesting is like you have your sub stack and you're going to be coming out with your podcast mm -hmm. and you're offering up, uh, information, uh, you have ideas and stuff. Usually, like people like yourself who have difficulty with technology are, are mm -hmm. using the technology to get their point across. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's a special thing because mm -hmm. because you're you're more in you're more here for just giving out your material, not worried about all the bells and whistles that comes with technology. Yeah. And I will caught up, you know, in making the little thumbnail pictures with the, with the colors and the, and the, and the freeze frame with your face a certain way to get all the right. extra views. You're just like, look, bro, I got this information here. You want it right. or not. Right. Right. And that was kind of why I, I, I made my Instagram black and white. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, I don't need, like, I'm just, I, I guess I'm kind of like that as a person. I'm not really a, a big frills guy. I'm kind of a, what you see is what you get kind of guy. And I think maybe that's just like the old school in me, you know, I don't, um yeah i don't i don't need all the the stuff and things i guess you know yeah yeah, <laughs> but yeah black and white to me it just was it was clean um but you know aesthetically it looked nice and um it wasn't i i felt like it wasn't too distracting i think there are sometimes and again maybe this is just my older brain some of that it's just too much for me it's like there's just too much going on i don't i don't know maybe yeah. maybe it's just me i 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it has to work for it, you. you know, and when I started, I mean, I started my Instagram like uh, about four years ago now, maybe a little longer. And when I started it, um, I really kind of just started it for me. It was like uh, I wanted to make kind of a fitness journal. I had lost a whole bunch of weight. I weighed like 300 pounds at one point. And uh, I had dieted down and gotten down to about 220. And then I really decided I wanted to start lifting. And I played some semi-pro ball and some stuff uh, in my um, mid-30s. And so I kind of, I worked, I was working for the railroad at the time. And I kind of let myself get out of shape. And um, I had gone through a divorce. And I was kind of, like I had had kidney cancer and had a kidney removed. And I kind of was in like a, had a new lease on life type of thing. And so um, I kind of wanted really more to do it as a journal for me you know, things that motivated me uh, to where I want to be able to go back and like, okay, this is what I looked like six months ago. Uh, this is how much I was lifting six months ago. I could make that comparison. You know what I mean? And it was just one of them things where it just kind of happened to take off. When I started, I never really had any intention of it ever being as big as it is. And not that I have a huge Instagram following, but um, it's way bigger than I ever thought it would be. You know, yeah. I get way more interaction from people um, than I ever thought I would really, to be honest with you. Yeah. So it's been it, kind of cool that way. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh even if you get like one person once in a while who mm-hmm. uh contacts you and says, like, hey man, you 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 help me out with this or something like right. that. And then you go, Okay, I got a purpose here. And and that's right. what, what we all want as men. We want to have a purpose. And right. Uh, instead of just using digital technology for, you know, stupid stuff, like you're mm-hmm. actually able to make an impact. So mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to your sub stack, what do you want people to know about it? Uh, you know, to get them to come there and read your stuff. What's what's your motive behind the Substack, and uh, what's it what's it generally about? Well, I mean, most of the my Substack, um, some of it is stuff I'd written before for another online magazine that's since been closed down. But a lot of it is just really um, kind of my thoughts and views, um, stuff that I can't really squeeze into a little Instagram page. You know, something that I, I might actually have maybe a little bit more something to say about um, that. That's, you know, I can't squeeze into whatever the hell it is, 120 character, whatever the hell they give you on Instagram to that. Maybe there's a lot of nuance in the world, I guess, is what I'm saying. And there's some things that can't just be boiled down to a, a, a tagline or, you know, three or four sentences, which is what everybody wants anymore. And again, this is maybe just the old school in me. But that's kind of where our, we don't have the attention span anymore. You know, everybody's like, oh, okay, they want to read like six things and be like, okay, I, I get the gist of it. And then really, that's just not the world. There's a lot of gray in the world. There's a lot of nuance to a lot of subjects. And if you pay attention to the news and um, I guess the internet, <laughs> uh, the, they would like you to believe that everything is black and white. And really, that's on a majority of the issues. That's just not the, that's just not the case. You know, yeah. So, so I, when I write my Substack, that's really what it is. More of it is just me um, expanding on subjects that I enjoy. Really, you know. Okay. If somebody, if somebody gets something out of it, then that's awesome. But really, a lot of, again, a lot of that stuff is just stuff that I enjoy and stuff that you know I think maybe somebody might want to hear. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I'm looking through right now, and just mm-hmm. to you know let the audience know, you know, you got. Uh, titles like you're not the man your father was right why, why women love outlaws that's important right. people got to know that answer so if you're an outlaw right. you got to read that um, there, right there's a reason man there's no a- there is a reason and and <laughs> right. and i can't wait to read that man that's that's mm-hmm. gonna be good um inherited knowledge that sounds interesting and uh the myth and reality of appearance okay mm-hmm. so interesting um it doesn't seem like you're just a you know like everybody else, you have a unique set of articles here. So that's, that's good. So now what is your podcast going to be about? Well, my podcast, what I, I'm kind of, my focus audience at this point, I would like it to be guys under the age of 35. I feel like what I run into a lot of times um, through my Instagram, through messaging is I run into a lot of guys uh, who are, Definitely 35 and under, some of them up even into their 40s, but most of them are, are younger guys. Um, you know, I'm I'm the last of Generation X, which I think you're right in there. And so most of the guys that, that I run into, they, 
they have trouble like uh, finding purpose, you know? And so it's tough for a man because when you're a boy, you know, you, you have value because you're a child and girls are the same way as a little girl, a little girl has value because she's a child. Well, when a woman become or a little girl becomes a woman, she still intrinsically has value because she's a woman. She, uh, women just, they, they carry that value into life because, you know, they are, people hate this shit, but they are the weaker sex. And so men value women strictly because they're women. And when a boy hits 18 or 19, all of a sudden he realizes, well, I'm a man now. And like, uh, I don't quite have the value I did at 10, 12, 13, you know, my life has changed. And so there used to be a time when a boy at a certain age, he would become a warrior in the tribe. And so there was a certain set of rituals and things that a, a boy went through to become a man. And like, now you are a warrior, you are a protector. Now you can go get a wife and you can do all of these things that a man does. And in society anymore, we just don't have that. It's like you turn 18 and good luck. And so I think we need to bring that value back and make men understand that the only value you're ever going to have as a man is the value that you create for yourself. So when you turn 18 and you, you know, go to college or whatever it is, I think you really need to have some kind of vision of where you want to go. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you decide that you want to become a dentist and that's the only thing you can do with your life. But I think boys need a direction. And that, see, this is such a, again, a nuanced question because, um, I think a lot of times also what happens to boys is they grow up in a home without a father or maybe an absentee father. And so you have a lot of 30 year old titty babies running around who, you know, mommy pats them on the butt and tells them that they're special. And then they get out into the world and they realize that nobody gives a shit. You're just like every other 30 year old dude out here. And so it's real heartbreaking for them. And I think that's where most guys lack that male influence in life where a man I guess what I'm trying to say is where a woman would have to explain a man shows. And so I think that's what happens to a lot of these guys. They kind of get out in the world. They've never really had anybody explain to them what being a man is about or show them what being a man is about or how to create value for themselves. And so they get out in the world and they feel lost. And they feel confused. And they feel like, you know, I, I, I'm overlooked and nobody cares. And it's lonely being a man. I hear that a lot. It's lonely being a man. And, you know, to an extent it is, but I think that's where you need to have somebody to, explain to you, you need friends. You need a tribe of guys, guys who think like you think, who do the things that you do, who are into the things that you are into, who have a trajectory in life where you want to go, you know? And so often I think guys at 18, 19, 20 years old, they think, you know, life's about having a couple brews with the boys and chasing pussy all weekend. And man, there's just more to life than that. And then they hit 30 and they're like, Hey man, I'm still drinking beer and chasing pussy at 30. How come I'm miserable? Well, because there's no value in that. And so nobody has ever explained to them to create value in their life. And once you create value for yourself, the right woman, the right things start to happen for you in life. But like I say they just they don't get that out of the gate, you know. So hopefully what I'd like to go with this podcast is I kind of like to find that that be my target audience. I have uh, a handful of people who I've spoken to already that I uh, I'm going to do like do it in a. Um, seasons so there'll be like six episodes and we'll release another six episodes and then another six episodes um so on and so forth but um that's going to be my target and i'd like to i've got a handful of guys that are in that age group who i think man are just kicking ass in life you know and i think a lot of, a lot of times too dudes in that age group they feel like well you know i don't have six million followers and i'm not like an influencer so you know i'm doing something wrong in life and that's not that's not true either uh, there are plenty of dudes out there that, you know, nobody has ever heard of that are pulling down six figures and they're married and they got four kids and man, they're kicking life's ass. And just cause they're not on the front of your Instagram feed every day, doesn't mean that they're miserable. doesn't mean that they're not living a good life. You know, we're obsessed with this, um, fame like this. You, you gotta be known. You gotta be an influencer. And man, that's, that's really the least of your concerns in life. There's no. so much more to life, to being happy, to being productive, to helping people. And I think that's what more guys need to realize. They would be a lot happier in life if they realized that helping somebody or 
having a good family and a good wife and healing your traumas or whatever the hell it is you got. Gonna, there's so much more to life than, than just that kind of stuff, you know, than just being TikTok famous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, you know, the, the worrying about having followers in this digital profile and everything might be the, the mm-hmm. reason why you don't have success in your life. Right. Because you're, right. you're chasing the wrong thing. You're rather chasing than, the wrong thing. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. So a, I mean, that what you you just summed up what I just said for fifteen minutes in, in a sentence. That's exactly what I was trying to get at. That's yeah. You're you're chasing the wrong things in life. That's exactly what it is. But it's you know I I mean we were there before. I remember being in my twenties and chasing the wrong thing. But at the time, I was like, no, this is the right thing. I because right. I didn't know, but I also never thought of reaching out to like an, an a guy who's been there, like a guy who's twenty years older than me. Right. Or if one of them decided to actually take their time to kind of try to course correct me, I wouldn't listen to them because I would I would judge them. I would say, well, what, what's so special about this guy? Look, his he's got a, he's driving a car with with a with a door that doesn't even close right, and right. you know he's living over here when he should be living over there. Like you know, and you would just shoot the shoot the person giving you the advice because sure. I guess like we want to, we don't want to be told, right? Us right. young men, we know what, we, what we're doing. I remember hit my 30s and be like, okay, all right, now I know what I was doing wrong. Right. And then Turns I start, out my dad wasn't full of shit. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, then you hit your 40s and you're like, oh, shit, I was also an asshole when I was in my 30s. 30s, yeah, that's, and that's exactly how it works. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, is this something that you could help with with your podcast? Is, is, that's like, my hope. Yeah. And then eventually what I'd like to do is I have some other ideas, but the podcast is the first step. Well, actually, I guess my Instagram page would have been the first step in kind of creating a brand. And I kind of did that really just by accident. It wasn't something that I had planned on. It just kind of happened that way. Right. Um, and I kind of laid that foundation. So what I'd like to do with that pod to the podcast and I've got the, it's going to be the burn the boats podcast. I've got the banner up here behind me. Oh, sweet. Uh, okay. So uh, after that, um, I'd like to, maybe do a few seasons and then I'd like to turn that into like, I'd like to start a mentorship. I also have a couple ideas for maybe another podcast for like a a couple's podcast. Um, I'd like to get Nikki involved and um, well, I've got a couple other people here who I know would definitely be interested, have like two couples, you know, us and another couple, us and another couple of younger people and older people and get it on and discuss, you know, issues that men and women face today. Um, cause it's, the dynamic is a lot different now, man, than it was 20, even 15, 10 years ago, you know, between men and women. Um, okay. Uh, how so? Okay. Well, the biggest thing I think, uh, first of all is your phone, you know? So let's say 10 years ago, uh, your dating pool was limited to your geographic location. That's not the case anymore. And I tell guys this all the time, like, when you get into a fight with your wife and you think, oh, this bitch, you know, I should leave this bitch and blah, 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 blah. I'll tell you what you do. Go to her Facebook page. Go to her Instagram page. Find her five best photos. Get on to Tinder. Make a Tinder profile and upload her picture. Because I promise you, you are not the only person that's trying to stick your dick in their wife, in your wife. Because there are guys out there lining up to do it. But on the same token, it's kind of like that for guys also. So... Every, I think what has happened is the internet has caused all of us to raise the bar. And those of us that don't, we're like, well, you know, I, these women do me bad and blah, blah, blah. I don't know that that's necessarily the case. Her dating pool has opened up. Your dating pool has opened up. And so I think a lot of times with a lot of these younger guys, if you're having problems finding a woman, the common denominator here is you. And that's nobody wants to hear that, though. Right. You know, nobody wants to hear that. Maybe the problem here is you. Maybe you have some work to do. And so um, that's the biggest thing is that like in Instagram, man, it's like, you know, especially for ladies, man, it gives them that dopamine hit. And it's all oh, the hard eyes and oh, you're gorgeous and this and that. So, I mean, just just for instance, go to your Instagram, like your search and just look at the chicks on there. And like it's like here's some chick in a bikini. She's not doing anything special. She's got hundred fifty thousand followers. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, and she's maybe marginally good looking. You know what I mean? And it, that's the thing. It's like, it's a whole new world out there. And yeah. especially for women. So what's happened is guys have, have to step up, man. You can't just phone it in anymore. And, uh, and sometimes like, you know, your best isn't good enough. You're going to have to like step your game up. And uh, I think a lot of guys, they just don't realize that anymore. They, they're still thinking 15 years ago, especially guys our age, you know, uh, it's a whole new world out there. And yeah. we, a lot of times guys like us, we don't get it. And uh, that's what I'm hoping to do with the spinoff podcast. Is like I say, we'll have some younger couples on and some older couples on. What's the difference between, you know, a couple that's been together for five or six years that are 30 and a couple that's been together for 25 years that are in their 50s? Because the things that happen at the beginning of a relationship and the things that happen toward the middle of a relationship and the things that happen toward the end of the relationship are totally different. And the other thing I think that men struggle with is like when you get into a relationship when you're young, I think a lot of guys, it's sex, you know, like I'm knocking this chick's socks off and blah, blah, blah. And so that gives them value, you know, like they feel like it, it creates some kind of a, a value for them. Well, then all of a sudden, you know, now you've been with this woman for 15 years and you're 35 years old and, you know, you're not the stud that you were at 22 and all of a sudden things change. And now that value that you might, in your mind, you were creating at 25 or 20 at 35 is not the same value. And so, you know, you're not getting the bang for your buck in the bedroom anymore. And you're like, well, man, you know, how, how come I'm not doing it for her anymore? Well, there's more to life than just sex. There's more to life. And same thing with, and I hear this a lot too. The guy, well, I work all day and she should do this. And man, that, that shit has, ship has sailed too. That doesn't, that doesn't work anymore. Uh, you know, having a job is great. That's what you're supposed to do. I, I mean, I, I don't, I get tired of people who want to be rewarded for basic shit. Like, yeah. well, I haven't been to jail. Well, you ain't supposed to go. You know, I got a job. Well, you're supposed to. I mean, that that's basic human shit. As a dude, you're supposed to have a job. You're supposed to provide. You're supposed to protect. That's just basic guy stuff, husband stuff, dad stuff, one-on-one. You don't get a hero cookie for doing the basic stuff, man. But I, we're, I think a lot of people, young guys and young women are conditioned that way, you know? And then the same token, you got to ask a man and a woman, they both have to ask, what value am I bringing to this relationship? You know? And I think um, women have kind of been sold this bag of goods where it's like, uh, you know, I'm pretty and I've got a nice body and, you know, that's what I bring to the relationship. Well, that's good and great at 25. What happens at 40? If you're not cooking dinner and you're not a good mom and you're not a good wife, all of a sudden the banging body has, that ship has sailed. Now this guy in his 40s, he's got a whole hell of a lot more shit going on at 40 than he did at 25. See, and that's that's the thing too that men and women don't understand. It's like at 20, women are on this up here. Guys are down here. You're still figuring shit out. You know, you're still driving a car with a shitty door and you got a shitty job that's, you know, kind of a dead end job. Maybe you're still figuring your way out through school and what you want to do. And all of a sudden that woman's value, she's way up here. And then as the years go by, that guy's value increases, you know, because I mean, let's face it. Most guys, we kind of get better with age. We're like a fine wine that way. And so all of a sudden she's on the other end of that spectrum where the things that were working for her at 20, they're not working at 40. And the things that work for that weren't working for him at 20, he's changed his game. And now all of a sudden he's up here. He's, you know, a top level dude and you're a mid-level chick. And so things go south because of that. So what I'm saying is you got to bring your A game every day. And, and especially like say with the phone and there's so much, the dating pool has opened up. The world has changed so much that you, you got to be in your relationship. You can't phone it in. You know, you, you got to be bringing the A game every day. And just to touch on that, too, I think that all of us are guilty of this a lot. We go out into the world and um, we give our best to perfect strangers. You know, we uh, we give the best side of our personality to the greeter at Walmart and the cashier at the bank or whatever. And then we come home and we shit on the people that care about us because we've been a nice guy all day. You got to like figure out what's important. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not saying go out and be an asshole to the cashier, right. but like those people, you don't owe those people anything. 
you know, have a good day, be pleasant. But like the people at home, those are the people that got your back, man. When you come home, those are the people that you need to be giving your best to every day. And I know you're tired and if you, you want to go to bed and you want to just be left alone, but you can't, man. You, like those people are depending on you. Your wife depends on you. Your husband depends on you. Your kids depend on you. Yeah. You know, so, and, and this is all stuff that's like, it's taken me 40 years to learn this stuff, you know? Right. And I, it's just things that I would, these are things that I wish maybe someone would have sat down and articulated to me better. Yes. Right. There's like, why is, why wasn't this stuff taught in school or something like right. that? Like, yeah. real and life I, issues. I don't think that it, it just, I think, um, well, first of all, you got to understand too, like, you know, uh, my grandfathers were both Korean War vets. I mean, they were like hard ass as hard ass got, you know, and they were very much John Wayne that way. And my dad was kind of mm, the little more of a hippie, you know, kind of a do your own thing, you know, type of. So when I was fairly young, I kind of had, a, I was kind of raised by wolves that way because I lived primarily with my grandfather. And so that was my main influence as a young man. Um, and then as I got older, when I lived with my dad in my teens, that was my major influence. And um, I think it, not that I say that those things weren't really taught to me. I kind of saw it every day, but nobody set me down and said, hey, this is why you do the things that you do. And I think guys kind of miss that now, especially guys that don't have a dad, you know, and I think what happens is guys like me and I don't. I, they, I kind of end up as a surrogate father to some of these people. Like I'm, in, I'm an internet dad, and it's like you know, it was never something that I set out to do. It just, it's kind of happened that way. And I feel like you know, if I can give back, then I should. And I feel like I do maybe have a little something to offer. So that's kind of my hope at this point, you know. And then, like I said, I've got some other ideas uh, that I will eventually probably roll out. I've got a an idea for a tactical. Uh, clothing brand I'd like to to roll out eventually but I'll kind of keep the lid on that for now because that's going to be down the road but it, it's definitely going to be fun I mean I've, I've got a bunch of stuff lined up that I want to do um, but it's just baby steps you know it's all kind of got to get yeah. the ducks in a row type of thing yeah and now that's that's uh, another thing that's another topic a lot of guys mm -hmm. you know find themselves in this position where they're doing pretty good for themselves they're getting they're getting themselves squared away they're starting to figure out some some things they're they're maybe even pulling ahead of the the rest of the guys they hang they hang out with you know they're all looking at him going wow where did this dude come from but they have all these ideas and they and they got a fire under their ass and i think a lot of times people want that instant gratification so it almost turns into a complete sabotage of everything because they can't they can't concentrate on the first thing that needs to be done Right. And it's part of the makeup of a young man anyway, right? Like the young men are always the ones that want to get in there and start crushing. And it's mm -hmm. always the older guys with the wisdom saying, slow down, guys. Right. Down. We're going to get in there. Right. I appreciate your aggressiveness, but we're going to have to do a couple of things. Like that is a, a that is a, a useful tool uh, mm -hmm. for for younger guys who want to start tearing into life. And if there was a way you could you could talk about stuff like that on your podcast, um, right? You know, that's part of the plan. You know what you're saying though reminds me of a joke. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit of an older joke, but you can edit it out if you want. But so there's a an old bull and a young bull, and they're standing on top. You know this joke? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> well, I won't tell it then, but that, that's what it made me think of. You know that? Yeah, no, tell <laughs> tell the joke. Tell the joke. Okay, so there's an old bull and a young bull. And they're standing on top of the hill. And the young bull looks at the old bull and says, hey, let's run down there and fuck one of them cows. And the old bull looks over at him and says, well, why don't we just walk down and fuck them all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you know, it, it's just it reminded me of that joke. It's you know? a good joke. And I see I you laughed know, and I even knew the punchline. I mean, it's a vulgar joke, but there's a life lesson to be learned there. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's um, you know, like you like talking about Vikings and and your the name of your your podcast is Burn the Ships, and you got the logo of the ship, mm -hmm. and you think about what happens on a Viking ship. You got mm -hmm. a lot of young guys rowing, but you got the older guys in there too, right? right. And and when the when the young guys get in there, they want to show that they're strong guys and everything, and 
they're about halfway out to sea and their hands are bleeding, their backs are on fire and they're ready to fall over. And the older right. guy is just laughing at them. Like, right. what's the matter? I thought you were the big strong guy here. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, that's what it's, it's a marathon. It ain't a sprint, you know? Right. Yep. Yeah. I remember when my, my middle son, <laughs> he, uh, he had turned 21 and I was giving him a hard time. They were going to go out to a strip club, you know, 20, you know, typical 21 year old guy bullshit. Yeah. And uh, he was like, Hey, you know, do you think that uh, now that I'm 21, I could whip your ass? I'm like, there ain't no way, you know? <laughs> and so he had like three buddies come over and they're like, do you think all of us could whip this four of them? Do you think all of us could whip your ass? I'm like, there ain't no way. And when it all shook out, they all ended up down on the floor with their foot tucked into their underwear. And I told them all, I said, Youth and exuberance will never be any match for old age and treachery, boys. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Right. And also, if I could add to that, when you yeah. get older, you start to kind of not give a shit. Right. You know, you're yeah. like, like, all right, well, I'm going to just kick all your asses. And if if you do manage to kick my ass, I don't even care. I don't care if you kill me. <laughs> all the, all you, the, the young people, they're like, oh, I got my whole life ahead of me. And the older guys are like, yeah, I've. I'll, I'll go whenever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> right. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy at this point. You know, it's been a good life. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what is the meaning behind the name of the podcast? Okay. So uh, I have to think about this. It's a historical phrase, um, but I can't remember who it was, but the general sailed into the island and he was like, you know, if we're going to take this island, we got to burn the boats because there's no way to turn back at that point. You know, if you burn the ships, it's take the island or die. And I think that's what people need to realize about life. It's like, and it took me forever to learn this kind of shit. You know what I mean? It was like, you can't half-ass commit to something. Especially if you want to, if you want to make it work, then you got to come out and give it all. Because if you always leave yourself that out, you can always be like, oh, it didn't work out, but I still got this going on over here. So it's okay. Um so it's like I say, if you want to take the island, you got to burn the boats, man. You is know this what I mean? a true story? Is this? Yeah, a... it's, I'd have to look it up. To, I can't so, remember uh, who it was, but yeah, that that is a true story. Like, like, yeah, they, like the leader realized that we're not going to win if these guys know they could go home. That's right. So I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, uh, but I'll talk about it again. And if if I if I'm repeating something, oh well. But uh, <laughs> the story of uh, the Spartan warriors when. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess they were like 16 when they were ready to go out to, to mm -hmm. war. And the mothers would tell the sons, they would say, uh, either walk back with your shield in your hand or come back on your shield, Arm. meaning right. dead. Right. And, and, and it sounds very cold and callous because they would go to war and it was a heavy shield, like 40 pounds. And if they yeah. wanted to run away, they needed to drop their shield. And then they could be lighter and run away. But if you're returning home without your shield, it means you you ran away. Right. You're a coward. Right. right. But it wasn't so – this is amazing to me, man. These people in their minds, these women realize they love their son so much and they want him to come back alive yeah. that they actually shamed them to not come back as cowards. And they knew that they had to commit to the fight. Right. Just like What's what you said. What's wild to me is, is – I was like – what. what? We always think of like uh, ancient wisdom as like, you know, these people are quaint and like um, they weren't big thinkers like us, you know, and nothing could be further from the truth. I think people in Greece and other like years and years in, in antiquity, they had a lot more shit figured out than what we'll ever know, what we'll I ever get right. credit for, you know, and and I, I hate this because this is something that's been beat into the ground. But what is the, you know, uh, good men? What is how's it go? Hard men create good times, and good times create soft men. Soft men create bad times, or whatever the hell the saying. It's yeah. it's gotten so cliche now; it makes me want to fucking puke. But there's truth to that. And I think what's happened is like, as fathers, you know, we want to create a better life for our children. And so we don't want to see our kids struggle the way we struggled. And we don't want to see our kids have the same problems that we had. But the, the question you have to ask is, to what end? You know, um, would you be who you are today if your life was simple? If your life was easy? You would not. And that's something that I've always explained to my children. 
the, like, yes, there were a lot. Like, first of all, you gotta understand, I had my first kid at sixteen. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I had my second kid at eighteen. So, um, nothing in my life has been easy ever. Um, and so, but I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change any of it because it's made me who I am. There, nothing in life builds confidence like confidence. If that makes any sense at all, like you got to go into things and not be a hundred percent sure that this is something that you're going to be able to figure out something that you're going to be able to do something that you're going to be able to conquer. And then when you come out the other side of the victorious, you're like fucking a right. And that, that confidence gives you the ability to build. And then you take that victory and you build another victory. And then them little victories make big victories. And so often I think you see a lot of younger guys like, oh, well, it's hard. Yeah. Everything is hard. Nothing in life is easy. Being fat is hard. Being in shape is hard. Being broke is hard. Being rich is hard. Everything is hard. The best you get out of life is to pick your heart. That's it. We're all drinking the poison, man. The only thing you get to do is pick the poison. That's it. There is no guarantee in life. Everything is going to be a struggle. My favorite saying, and I told my kid this, and he acted like, it, like his head popped off, and I've said this forever. Everything in life is sacrifice. You either sacrifice for what you want or you sacrifice what you want. There is no in-between. That is life, period. It's all sacrifice. Yes. And the sooner you figure that out, the better off you're going to be. But that's this is the world we live in where everything's instant. Everything's instant gratification. There's a pill for this and a pill for that. You want to lose weight? Take some pills. Uh, you want to gain some muscle? Take some pills. You want to feel better? Take some pills. If everything's instant gratification. Nobody wants to work for anything anymore. And so as soon as something becomes hard and it's something that you have to work out, people are like, yeah, they throw their hands. Yeah, I don't want to do it. But that's what makes you great. Yeah. Hard is what makes you great. I, I think the harder the harder your life is, you know, you you are more free. Because otherwise you're just dependent on somebody or something. And yes. those those entities, whoever they are, have control over you now. Uh, yes. All they have to do is threaten to take away your whatever it is that they're giving you that makes right. your life. Whatever your currency is. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, th this is like wh what you're talking about is what gives me goosebumps because I realize that, you know, that's one of our, our dilemmas in our modern mm -hmm. society here. And I could only worry about, you know, the United States. I can't worry about the whole world. Uh, the right. United States should be a great country. Um, we have everything going for us and we need men. We need men that yeah. understand Desperately. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Again, maybe this is just I, I try not to think so broadly. Like I feel like if I want to make the world a better place, then what I do is make my world a better place. So if I can make my life better and in turn make the people around me life better, then they in turn can make the people around them make their life better. And make their life better, make their life better, make so if, if I can impact 15 people, let's just say, for instance, and make those their life better in some way. And those 15 people can impact 15 people. And those 15 people can impact 15 people. Now I'm changing the world. And I'm doing it from right here, from this circle. So, I, like, I, like when people say we, I always kind of like, we who? who? Who are we talking about? Well, who's your we? Uh, like, I know who my we is. And my we is not this. My we is this. And so when I say we, I'm talking about the people who I have influence on and who the people who, who influence me. That's my we. And so, like I said, show me five people, you know, and that's kind of how I think about it. Like these are the five or six, maybe, you know, probably for me at most 10 people that I feel like have influence on me and I have some influence on them. And so if I can impact their life positively and in some, some in turn, they can impact another 10 people. Another, that's how you got, that's how I look at that kind of thing. Like it's like okay. uh, whether the butterfly, you know, flaps its wings in Albuquerque and causes a tsunami in Japan or whatever, how the hell you yeah. look at that, you know? Yeah. That's kind of how, because I think a lot of times, like when we try to look at the big picture, like, oh guys, so much, you know, uh -huh. and you're not meant to see the big picture, man. Like zero in it, the, the, the tighter you can keep that bullseye, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I, I agree with everything you say. And, and it's basically my mantra too. like, this mm -hmm. is what I keep telling myself over and over again. Like as I conduct my daily stuff, I say to myself, okay. And, and I, sometimes I get pulled away. I get pulled away into what's sure. going on overseas. And then I got to sure. reel back in 
I'm like, all right, what do I got to do? So I want to ask you, you know, like, mm-hmm. what's something actionable if somebody's listening right now, a young dude, a guy, and he's kind of lost, but look, he's he knows inside of him. He has the ability. He has maybe a little leadership skills. He knows. He knows there's something there, but he's a little lost. How can he immediately impact the people in his immediate surroundings, in his life, his family, his friends, his coworkers? What's the simplest thing that he can do um, to start start today? Be grateful. Be grateful. Think about this. You say, ah. I got to get up and go to work today. That saying versus I get to go to work today. That's a whole different mindset. You know, like there are a lot of people out there who maybe wish they had a job, maybe wish they could physically get up and go to work. Oh, my back hurts. Well, you know, there are a lot of people that they can't get up and go to work. Their back doesn't hurt because they're physically unable to do the things that you're doing. You wake up, you got a roof over your head. You got somebody in the house that loves you. You're light years ahead of most people in the world, especially living in a country like the United States or a a first world country. I mean, you got a lot going on. And I think too often we focus on things that we can't control, things that the negative in the world. I think those are the things where like, ah, you know, we think about this over there. We think about that over there. And instead of waking up in the morning and just being, thank you. I woke up. I had food today. I got gas in my car. My car started. I got to go to a job. I got paid. You know, these are all little things that you can be grateful for every day of your life. Um, and I think that is really an attitude changer for me. You know, like, and, and I sit here and told you, man, I woke up every day. I jumped out of bed and I would hit the ground. Hell yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's just not reality. But what I do do on those days where I'm like, you know, man, I, I'm I'm tired. I'm sore. I don't want to, I'm old. I got arthritis. I don't, it's cold. It's wet. You know, I, I have to kind of remind myself that A, I, I should be grateful. And that B, there are people that are dependent on me. You know, I have kids. I have a granddaughter. I have a, a girlfriend. I have people that depend on me every day. And if I just laid down and died, what kind of example am I showing the people that that are depending on me every day to get up and be a strong man, to get up and be a leader and to be someone who they can go, yeah, you know, it was shitty. And my dad had arthritis and he had bad knees and a bad back, but he got up and went to work every day or whatever the situation is, you know, rolling over and die. Like people say, Oh, you know, uh, you know, death is death's easy. I mean, that's dying's easy. Live. Get up and live. You want to do something tough? Get up every day and go out and live. Live your life. That's tough. That's hard. Anybody can phone in their bullshit. Anybody can roll over and die. That's for pussies. That's for cowards. Get up and live. That's the hard part of life. Nobody wants to hear that shit, though. Joe, you know how I know you're going to have a good podcast? When I asked you that that question, (laughs) it was a really high-quality answer, and it came quick too like it was just right on tip of your tongue but the reason why it was a high quality answer as i'm listening to you and i'm thinking about it to be grateful i was actually fishing for something a little bit simpler uh like maybe you would say uh tell people you know you'll you'll give them a hand with stuff or you know just be a helpful guy (laughs) which is not a bad thing but what your answer was was to be grateful, and this is going to mean that you're going to carry yourself differently, and you're just going to reflect a certain kind of energy out into the group, and yes. people are just going to feel it, perceive it, and they're going to get to know you as a grateful person, which is going to be inviting to them, and then they're going to be open to you for other suggestions and things like that. It's a much more powerful way to be than just out there eagerly trying to help people. Hey, I'll take out your garbage can for you, right. <laughs> whatever, right. you know, this is a good answer, man. And I, and I, and I wanted to make a note of that for everybody to, you know, to hear. So uh, your podcast sounds like it's going to be fruitful. And well, we're I, hoping, man. We're hoping. <laughs> I think, it, I think you're, I think you're good, man. I think you're good. I can't wait. When is the launch date of this? Well, we're um, still kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm doing uh, like some, podcasts where like uh and just practice podcasts something we might release at a later date mm-hmm. but we're probably I, I thought maybe the end of 
October would be like right around now. Um, but the company that I've got hired, they've kind of got their hands in a few other things. So, uh, so I'm still trying to get my, my the studio space squared away. So we're probably looking like maybe January at this point. You know, okay, like January second or January. Yeah, pro- probably like right at the first of the year. I mean, I figure with the holidays and blah blah blah, it's just it's going to be tough. You know what I mean to kind of schedule people and this and that. So we're probably looking at January. All right, cool, man. Realistically, you know, at this point. So okay, so um, yeah, if uh, you know, you're going to launch it around then, that gives enough time. Maybe if you want to come back on the podcast, I'd love to. Man. I'd love to come back. And then we'll we'll talk about maybe a little bit more in detail of some of the yeah. stuff we covered today. But um, yeah. give everybody your info. Uh, c- cover yeah. it real quick. Your Instagram, your socials, um, and so everything. My Instagram is Sigur S I G U R underscore Eda E D A underscore Valhalla V A L Valhalla, just like it sounds. Um, and then my Substack. You should be able to go to my instagram and up in the heading you know in the bio you should be able to click the link and go to my Substack. Now i haven't written anything in a couple weeks uh just shit's been crazy here so i haven't really had a chance to sit down actually i've got things obviously that i want to write but just to flesh it out has just been a little bit right a little much right now because i got a lot of started a new job i'm kind of been getting pulled a bunch of different directions like i said i got the podcast going on so um hopefully i'll probably try to get something out you know i usually try to release it on sunday sunday morning so it's there in the morning I'll try to get something out this Sunday. I've got something that I've been working on. I just got to kind of maybe put it all together at this point. Um, and I'm not naturally a writer. So, uh, like, you know, I, I write and then I read and then I rewrite and then I read and then I rewrite. So it takes me a minute. It's just um, I, I love to read. I'm a huge reader. Just uh, writing isn't something that really comes natural to me. Uh, it's I, I got to work at it. Yeah, but so, that's a good thing sometimes. That's a good yeah. thing, especially for yeah. the reader, because you're mm-hmm. you're going to get a different vibe, a different feel um, mm-hmm. than sometimes writers, they get very, you know, taken away with their writing. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. when a guy like you, or sometimes I write a little bit, sometimes I'm like, I gotta, I gotta end this real quick. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to write right. too much here. Right. You want to be a little bit right. shorter and concise. So it's good for the ADD people out there. Right. And yeah. that's the trick too. A lot of it is like, you know, I want it to be like long enough where I can like get the message across without like, putting it up too bad where nobody understands what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. But on the same token, I don't want it to be so long where like people lose interest either. You know what I mean? I don't want to be a, excuse me, a rambler, you know, cause I, I hate ramblers. Like get to the yeah. point, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I don't, I don't want to be a rambler. So I, that's a lot of times what I do is it's just most time it's, it's writing. And then I've got this big ass dissertation. I'm like, okay, well that, I don't care about that. I can condense that, that that's really not pertinent and kind of get it down, and then I'll yeah. read it again. Like, yeah, I still really could probably get rid of that. Maybe change this around, you know. And so once I, it usually takes me, you know, a day or two to get about. If I if I get a seven minute article in, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that, that's good. Now, are you gonna have a website? Uh, eventually, yes. Like I said, I've okay. got a production team, um, and when I actually start this podcast, it will have its own. It'll be its own entity. There'll be a link to my Instagram, but it will be its own Instagram um Hi. page it will be its own website and then most of the stuff that i do will probably be a branch off of this here okay. uh because what what they've done at this point i don't know I, i'm kind of shadow banned uh like you get the if you go to tag me you get the instagram warning you know that i'm like you know the parental advisory is on my uh on too my much page, truth you know? too much truth yeah. from the brand <laughs> right so uh Hopefully, like I say, when I when I put this out, it'll start, I'll be able to start my own page, and I won't have as many restrictions as the page that I have now. But yeah, yeah, and that's the thing you just you never know. I mean, with Instagram, nobody tells you exactly what the guidelines are. So right. there's things that I post where I'm like, I don't I don't know if that's something that is against the guy. I have no idea. You know what I mean? I'm just posting what I like, and if it gets banned, it gets banned. I guess at this point. So most of the stuff I'm going to do once I get this, um, the burn the boats podcast rolled out, most of it will, will, uh, stem off of that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So looking forward to all that and, um, well, everybody listening, make sure you follow Joe over at his Instagram, stay tuned for his podcast, check out his Substack. Uh, and yeah, man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate hey, thanks your for time. Having me, man. It's been a blast. Absolutely. I learned a lot today. It was a good, um, you know, it's good hearing a lot of uh, thought philosophy that that I also have. You know, it's good to know right. that there's like-minded people out there. That, so, that's important too. I think a lot of times people feel like you know that uh, 
I'm all alone on this island. And yeah, and that stuff could be further from the truth, man. Nah. Like, we're all out here, you know, like we're, we're, we're all, the, yeah. there's the beacons in the night. You just got to kind of find them. And, yeah. uh, and I think a lot of times too, not to kind of go on here, but like, I think a lot of voices like you and I, pro masculinity like we get that oh well if you're pro man you got to be anti-woman and nothing could be further from the truth but like anytime you kind of preach that strong message um you kind of get that resistance and so guys i think a lot of times kind of well i keep my mouth shut just because you know i don't want to make any waves but i think the the time has come for us to start making some waves i think the world the world needs guys to stand up and go hey we're done with this shit we're not doing that anymore yeah, you know, I, absolutely. I and that's kind of badly. That's like, you know, my my dream right now is like, you know, whatever, however it pans out, my podcast, your podcast, these mm-hmm. kind of discussions, it's going to evolve. And we all know sure. who each other are now. And right. and we're going to keep doing this and it's going to it's going to emerge into something else and it's going to be brilliant. So I'm looking forward to, you know, shoulder to shoulder with you uh, delivering the message. Right. And, uh, yeah, everybody, good stuff here today. Uh, Joe makes a lot of sense. I think you, I think it's cut and dry. So, uh, take it and run with it. Everybody run with it and go kill. Go <laughs> That's kill. Right. All right. My I friend. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks everybody for listening. Make sure you like and share and do all that good stuff. <laughs> all right.